Welcome back to the Rice Dynasty podcast, the quick, shortened, abridged edition this week, because we have very busy lives. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm too cool for this podcast sometimes and too cool to stream. So this week we have to shorten it because me and Michael are just the coolest people. So it's just hard for us. And I'm too much of a nerd to have time to do the podcast. According <laughs> to Charlie. Oh, yeah. Too busy studying and doing interviews. Like, come on, man. But Who I did make $5 last night, and it was worth it. Yeah, true. I, I don't pay you for the cast. We should get paid for this cast. <laughs> we should get paid. Patreon opening up soon. <laughs> Everyone pays for the league and our Patreon. <laughs> Amazing. Hey, that's going to happen. Yeah. All right. We're going to jump right in today because we we don't have a whole lot of time to mess around. So we're going to start off with the power rankings. Mm-hmm. We had a uh, we had a fun week last week. No, it, not a lot of not a lot of close games. One close game, uh, but other than that, not too many scares. So I'm going to jump in and say that I think I've been wrong about the team that I now have at number ten. I have uh, put him higher almost every week. And even though he had a decent week last week, I don't like his team anymore. I'm kind of done with it. I have Alex at 10. Ooh. Yeah. And it hurts. It's not my favorite move to make. I have him at 10. uh, And that's a lot lower than I've had him in the past. Uh, If I'm looking at his team, the biggest concerns I have are basically Sammy Watkins down. His second wide receiver down to the end of his roster. He's been playing Adrian Peterson. He's been playing Jack Doyle, who's touchdown dependent. He's not a very consistent used tight end. John Ross just went on injury reserve. And you can't really play Tyreek Cohen because you never know what you're going to get from him. Like, he had a touchdown last week. That's great. But, I mean, he only got five receptions or five targets, only two catches. And he just happened to get a touchdown. Like, he doesn't have anybody to play in these spots. So, yeah, I have Alex at 10. I am with you there, um, especially John John Ross on injury reserve push me towards that even more sammy watkins like this was sammy watkins time dude it it's running out the clock's the clock's striking 12 here on on sammy watkins because tyree kill's about to be back um Mm -hmm. maybe maybe it'll be some situation where the reason sammy watkins has been awful lately is because he's getting the number one corner um and tyree kill comes back and now sammy watkins is good all of a sudden because people aren't paying attention to him um, maybe it's that situation, but I, I am disappointed in Watkins. I think I think he continues to just be, like, every once in a while he'll pop off and score 40, but he's usually going to be scoring nothing, which sucks for him. Um, yeah, Adrian Peterson is not what he – he's he might be too old, Michael. He might be dying. He is a dead man walking, unfortunately, yeah. Adrian Peterson. And this doesn't help that the Washington Redskins just have an awful offense in general. Yeah. That's true. Um, even with Haskins coming, <laughs> Haskins was worse than Case Keenum. Poor kid. I yeah. Mean, and, God, now he's got to play the Pats. Yeah, the poor kid is just getting set up for failure. I feel bad for Dwayne Haskins, yeah. but since it's Ohio State week, I'm not that upset. You know, I, <laughs> I got to root for all things Ohio State to go wrong. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Number nine, I have Max. Um I, I kind of beat Max up a little bit last week. Max only scored 78 points. That was the lowest in the league last week. Uh, like we've talked about before, his roster is so hit or miss. Like, 
He has these guys that can really score. I liked what I saw out of Frank Gore, but other than that, I didn't see a whole lot of positives out of his his roster. Um, his quarterback situation is pretty good. He's got Russell Wilson and Jameis Winston. So getting rid of Ben Roethlisberger was – or not having Ben Roethlisberger is not killing him. He had Ben Roethlisberger, right? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I will say the one bright spot for Max was A.J. Brown, the rookie in Tennessee. That kid looks really good. Caught a couple cut touchdowns last week. And I think he's gonna, he's the number one wideout in Tennessee, which doesn't say ton because Tennessee's offense is like hitting your head against a brick wall multiple times. But, eh, they beat Atlanta. So what are you going to say? Um, yeah, I have Max at nine. I'm hoping that he can kind of turn things around when Gordon comes back. But we'll see. Yes. Um, I have the person I lost to at nine, Adante. Ooh. Um, he texted me right after he beat me and said, how did I win? I suck, dude. And I, I was like, that's not helping. I'm feeling depressed about losing to you. And now you're just going to text me saying I suck. I don't know how you didn't beat me. Uh, yeah, Adante's team is, yeah, it's not good. Um, no. I mean, it's, it's the problem we've talked about every week. Uh, I text, I mean, he texted me asking for advice, Michael. He he said, what should I do? And I wow. said, trade a quarterback and get a flex. Um, and he didn't and? respond. He did not respond. Well, of course. Yeah. Um, I also offer, I also said, wait for Todd Gurley to have another good week and trade his ass. And, uh, and he, he probably didn't, didn't like that. that either. Yeah, he didn't respond yeah, to that either. I don't either. think he'd like that, no. But Todd Gurley is, I mean, he doesn't get yards, He but he gets touch. He gets like two touchdowns every game. So he's he might actually have fans. I know. It's so frustrating because he shouldn't be good. Like, based on what he's getting, he should not be good. I have Adante at eight, so I can kind of just branch off what you're saying here. Like, yeah, Adante's team should not be as good as they are because of how little, like, effort and time he's put into this team. He just happens to have guys go off every week. And no, he did not have a good week against you. Like, he scored, what, 90 points? Like, you shouldn't win a game at the, or 99 points, but still, that's not a great week. You shouldn't really be able to win consistently with that, and yet he's 2-2. Two and two. So I couldn't put him any lower than eight, but it's frustrating. Uh, yeah, he needs to trade quarterback. We've talked about this. This is a broken record, so I'm not going to spend yeah. any time on it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, at least he's got Deontay Johnson now who can kind of play yeah. in that flex. Yeah, but that's we'll true. We'll see. Um, his team, though, is currently projected to beat Alex, so he could be three and two. I know. I can't, <laughs> believe, I can't believe it. He might have the same record as me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's got talent. He definitely has talent. So, I mean, he just doesn't have he just doesn't have any depth. That's the issue. No, no depth. So if he makes playoffs when when there's no more bye weeks, I, I could see him going pretty far. But I'm worried about him making playoffs right now. He's looking he's in a good position, though. Yeah. No, I mean, last year, I think it was seven wins got in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. he's almost halfway there. Yeah. Anyway. Eight for me is Max, who you had at nine. I am looking a little bit more positive towards Max's team here, especially with Melvin Gordon coming back this week. Um, this also, I have a little bit biased towards what I saw yesterday, even Thursday Night Football too, uh, because Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett look good. 
And uh, Tevin Coleman might be coming back soon too. So Max's team is is beginning to shape up a little bit more. We're getting towards that that Kareem Hunt week as well. So um, I I only see Max going up as as the weeks go by here. Yeah, his team's definitely trending up. I just don't know if consistently that's going to be enough to get wins. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we will at number see. Number seven. Yeah, at number seven, I have Tom. I actually moved him up. Despite losing again, I put Tom higher. Um, and that's just me looking at his roster. I've kind of actually been talking to Tom about some trades. He made a nice trade with you. He got rid of DeAndre Hopkins, which I'm going to be honest, I don't think made him better because I still really like DeAndre Hopkins. But, you know, now if you look at his starting lineup, he doesn't have that many holes outside of the quarterback position. And... Calvin Ridley. Those would probably be the two holes. I mean, seriously, he doesn't have a wide receiver that he can really put in for Calvin Ridley because Calvin Ridley is just going to be inconsistent. So, uh, yeah, that's Tom still has a decent lineup. He just can't find a win anywhere right now. We'll see if he can get one against Quinn this week. When did Tom get Robbie Anderson? I have no clue. I swear he was on my team. I don't remember giving Tom Robbie Anderson. I'm sure you got rid of him at some point. You yeah, hate Jets players. I do. I mean, Robbie Anderson should be looking up now that Sam Darnold's going to play. Maybe not this week, but soon. Um, but yeah, I I think I mix because I have Max twice on my power rankings. So I don't know which one I meant to be Tom <laughs> instead oh. of Max. Okay. But it was either number eight or number seven, because I just had Max at eight and seven and no Tom on my list. Um, Tom, you're so bad. We removed you from the power rankings. Straight up. Um, I do. I'm going to put Tom at seven, I guess. Uh, Tom, you are also at number seven. Um, I think the trade's nice for you. I think you're going to win the trade next year because you got a first rounder out of it. But I don't know about right now. Um, Derrick Henry's been pretty good this year, so that's nice for you. But yeah, getting rid of I think I think Hopkins is having like his worst weeks right now. Honestly, I still think he's one of the best wide receivers in the league. So I'm excited to have him. But it was nice you got a first round first rounder out of that. And Tom's team went from the worst running back team to maybe one of the best because I gave him all my running backs. So yeah. Tom has literally gotten all of your old running backs. Yep. And now you need a running back, which very is funny. <laughs> yeah, very true. I have I have become Tom's team. I am now the Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins team. It's crazy how that happens so fast. Well, they they won a championship last year, so I said might as well might as well copy his strategy. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, coming at number six. Probably the highest I think he's ever been in the power rankings, and I think you have him here as well. It's Quinn. Quinny. Quinn is number six in the power rankings at one in three. Um, and he's being carried by the likes of Cooper Cup and Wayne Gallman. <laughs> Something I never thought I would say on this podcast, but here we are. Two tight ends, and uh, one of them... Uh, being George Kittle, the other being Darren Waller. Those are the guys that are carrying Quinn's team. He's scoring points. Like, he didn't win last week, but he scored points. He's been getting more involved. 
Cooper Cup looks like a wide receiver one. And, you know, for Quinn, that's what he needed out of him. Uh, winning that trade with you. So, yeah, I have Quinn at six. His team, I think they have a good shot of winning this week. And Quinn might make the playoffs. Yeah, uh, you guessed it right. I also have Quinn at number six. Wayne Goleman, out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, unfortunately for him, Wayne Goleman is or Saquon Barkley is going through his injury a lot quicker than everyone's project projecting. He, he said four to eight weeks. I don't think so. I'm going to be back as soon as I can. Um, so that's, that's not too good for the Goldman owners, but yeah, Quinn has been, Quinn's been impressive. So I have him at number six right now. I, I have the most faith in him and his moves and love Darren Waller. Um, I love I love Cooper Cup. I agree with you. Uh, I'm sad I don't have him on my team anymore. If I were more patient, I would have a nice wide receiver one to go with my other wide receiver ones of Odell. <laughs> Odell is Odell a wide receiver one anymore? That's the question I'm going to ask when we get no, to my team. He's not. He's not. <laughs> but we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Quinn, you're you're here right now. You're here. Uh, number five, I have Charlie. Again. I put Charlie at five, and that's basically just until Saquon gets back, I can't have him any higher. Keenan Allen is a beast fantasy wide receiver. Alshon Jeffrey had a tremendous game back. He looks good. Greg Olson, it looks like he's back to form, which is just weird. Crazy. Yeah, yeah it's so <laughs> odd. T.Y. Hilton's back this week, so yeah. Uh, for Charlie, he's got kind of his core in there, minus Saquon. So I can't put him any higher. You know, if he has Saquon back, he's probably top three. But for right now, I'm going to keep him at five. Uh, yeah, also have Charlie at five. Um, yeah, same, basically same thing as your, as what you're saying. Um, once Saquon comes back, he's, he's going to be even better. And yeah, Chris Godwin, you didn't mention him, but he also had a great week last week. Uh, and the Tampa Bay offense is really starting to come together here. It's just when Jameis Winston stops acting like a dumbass, they suddenly are in a, a very good offense. They have tons of weapons. It's just about Jameis Winston and how well he can play. Because when he's playing well, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Ronald Jones, doesn't matter who you have, they're, they're popping off for some fantasy points. Right, and you know, that's been... That's been kind of the story of Mike Evans' career. Mm-hmm. And the same thing is now true for Chris Godwin as he gets into it. Like, it's it's all going to depend on how well Jameis Winston can play and hold on to the ball. Both those receivers have a lot of value. Uh, I hate that Chris Godwin gets as many targets as he does, but it's just going to be the case. Uh, but Mike Evans is still here. He's still doing some oh, yeah. great things for me. Definitely. Uh, okay, number four. I have you. I view it four. Um, I liked the move you made this week because you needed you needed some more star power. And like I've told you before, I don't love Derrick Henry. I do like Deshaun Watson. And I see you're playing Will Fuller this week as well. So basically you're going to get whoever Deshaun Watson throws a touchdown to. Which hopefully will be multiple people because Atlanta just let the Tennessee Titans offense score like 40 points on them. So I'm hoping... Houston turns up finally. Yeah, we'll kind of see. Like, uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson just has not 
had that breakout game yet. And I think Will Fuller is still a good candidate for that kind of breakout game. So I like I like where you're at in that situation, but I still think you're a little weaker in other areas. Like James White is not an RB2, not right now. He had a nice week last week against Buffalo. Like 9.9 points is like what you're going to get out of him most weeks. And that's just not quite enough for me to really put you in the top three of this list yet. I think you're probably going to make a move for a running back at some point. I don't know what you're going to give up, but uh, yeah, unless you upgrade that second running back position, I'm not going to move you any higher. You ever heard of Odell? Maybe wait for him to yeah. have a good week? Give him a Go one. get a running back? Um, Maybe you can go get Todd Gurley. Ooh, I don't know if I'm that into that idea, but okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, I also have myself at number four. We are copying each other. I yeah, oh, I fixed. I, I fixed that. I, I got DeAndre Hopkins, but that has left me. I mean, that's left a big hole at RB two. That's the main issue here. But I could not resist having Hopkins. I just think he's so great when i when i saw that tom was willing to give up hopkins i was like i'm gonna go get this guy um and yeah i think i i mean i think i gave up a decent a pretty good amount for him i <laughs> clearly i really wanted him but uh we'll yeah. we'll see what i do i'm gonna have i mean right now dj moore's on my bench it's probably either gonna be dj moore alan robinson will fuller one of those three traded for an rb2 if not maybe odell because He's been a little disappointing this year. He's just inconsistent. Obviously, he's so talented. So I think I could still could get something good for Odell if I wait for, for a week where he does well. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what I, I'm just playing a patient right now. I'd still, I Also, Zach Ertz is on my bench because Will Disley's a beast. So maybe trade one of those two eventually. Yeah, I think you could definitely make a nice package, Odell and Zach Ertz, and go get a really good running oh. back. Now I really want to do that after this podcast. That, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that is. It's a great package. Yeah, like it It's a very high upside package, especially for someone who needs a tight end and needs a running back. Or, I'm sorry, a wide receiver. I like that. I would not be one of those people to make that deal because I don't need either of those things. Yeah, true. Um, Tom needs it now. Tom Tom might need it, but we'll trade back. Yeah, just, Who are you going to take back from him? Mark uh, Ingram? I don't want Mark Ingram. Uh, Joseph Mixon, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, he might do that. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, I had you at four. I have myself at three. Uh, I like where my team is trending. I've scored more and more every week. I had a nice week last week with 137. One of my highest weeks ever with LaShawn McCoy in the lineup. Chris Carson looks like he's back, and I love to see that because I'm going to need him. I'm going to need Chris Carson. I don't have Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill this week, which is unfortunate because Devontae Adams was finally looking like, hey, I'm back, I'm here, like I'm ready to go, 180 yards. Oh, just kidding. I'm going to be out for two weeks. (laughs) So So I really wanted to have both of them against Chris because if I was playing one of them instead of like Brandon Cooks, for example, or David Montgomery, I might have a better shot at beating him. I still have a shot, but I think it's kind of a long shot. I'm probably going to lose this week. But, yeah, I have myself at three, like where my team's at. Okay, my top three, all three of these teams, I think, are 
Very good. Hard to find downsides in any three of these teams, but I think the most downsides I found were in Chris's team, which I have at number three. Oh! Yeah, that's right, Michael. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... Yeah, I just... I like Chris's team, obviously. I just said that. I think he's got a lot... I mean, he got that one last nice week out of Austin Eckler, that 28-point week out of Eckler before Melvin returns. Um, but yeah, now Melvin's going to return. Uh, so that probably one of his best pieces so far earlier in the, early in this year is now g- going to be significantly less value here. I think Eckler can still score a good amount of points. Um, I would be a little more scared to start him starting now because Melvin Gordon is also very good. So that's a little scary for me. Um, Hollywood Brown... I'm hype on this guy. He's just been doing the Baltimore offense is slowing down here. Just at a just has halted. Even when the Baltimore offense is scoring points, they're using Mark Ingram. They don't even care about the passing game anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So it's weird. I, I don't know what's happening there. Amari Cooper's been pretty inconsistent. So I still love this team, obviously, but I think his team's gonna slow down a little bit here. Still a top three team, though. I. I have Chris at two, so I can keep kind of talking from here. But I have a side note. You're talking about Hollywood Brown slowing down. Yeah. You know what? Well, you know what deal Tom offered Chris for DeAndre Hopkins? What? Hollywood Brown in a first round pick. Hollywood in a first round pick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Chris did text me this after I made the trade, and I was like, "Oh my God, you'd you'd give up so much less than me." I know. <laughs> I'm like, that sucks for me. No, I'm so glad he did. Like, I cannot believe he didn't make that trade. I know. I was, I was like, Tom's out here just like going for your first He's round. Giving him and, away, like, Brown yeah. or Jacobs, and I, I had to give up Henry a first round, and I can't even remember who else I gave up. But it was someone. It was a you young, good. It was uh, Chark. I had to give up like DJ I Shark. Yeah. Lot. I was upset. Who, who has had a better year than Hollywood Brown so far? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. Ugh. Yeah, I was pretty mad after that. I was like, oh, God. I felt like I basically could have just done Chark in a first round after I heard that. Right. Instead, here's Derrick Henry. <laughs> could have kept my RB, too. I know. Then you might be actually be number one in this power rankings. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Chris didn't do it. And that's his weakness. His flex positions are going to... Like he's going to kind of have to figure out who he wants here because he's got some decent options, but none of them are nearly as good as if he were to have DeAndre Hopkins in as this is wide receiver two and moving Flash Gordon to flex. Josh Gordon as a flex is a great, great option, but Hollywood Brown is not. Austin Eckler going forward with once Melvin Gordon gets fully back integrated, he's a decent flex. But he's not your best flex option. Chris had an opportunity to really push his chances up, and I think he missed it. But I still have him at two until I can prove that I can beat him this week, even without my two best wide receivers. God, and Chris has like four first-round picks, so the first-round picks like nothing to him, too. What the hell? I know. That's what I don't get. He could have given up his worst first-round pick and still had three first-round picks, and it basically would have been Hopkins for Hollywood Brown. Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm so... This is upsetting to me. 
I want I I'm realizing I went into this trade way too optimistic on DeAndre Hopkins because Tom is treating him like he's nothing. Ugh. Uh, I I mean I tried to get him and I offered more than Hollywood Brown at a first round pick and Tom said no. Dang. Well, Tom likes for Tom likes Hollywood, I guess. Um, I mean, I feel like I think uh, I can't offering. Go ahead. I can't remember what I first. I think my first offer was like Derrick Henry. And like some quarterback, one of my quarterbacks, because his quarterback situation kind of sucks. Um, for and and a first round, but he switched the quarterback for Chark. So mm. maybe yeah, I'll go try I'm, to get Chark Chark back. I'm mad that uh, he uh, that Michael that he was offering. God, oh, okay. Isn't that insane? This. <laughs> anyway. Chris is Chris is my two. Who's who? I'm, who's your two? Oh, you. Okay, that's what I figured. Yes, it is my. I forgot it was my turn. It is you. I am so impressed by Michael's team. Um, while he did give up a lot to get the Kansas City backfield, and I don't expect all three of these players to pay off for you, you're still guaranteeing that one of them is going to pay off for you. Um, and it's clear to me that one of them is going to pay off for you because Lashawn McCoy. Looking great. Damian Williams is going to be back this week. And Daryl Williams has looked great, too. Like, all three of them, I think, have talent. Um, and I don't know who... Like, Damian Williams still is contracted with Kansas City through next year. So, mm-hmm. it's just... A, that situation's great for you. Everyone else is doing it. Your wide receiver situation is amazing. I know Devontae's injured now. Uh, but you still got Mike Evans, Brandon Cooks. We've got AJ Green and Hill coming eventually. Um, everyone's just a bit Hill's injured right now, but the, yeah. the potential of this team once everyone's back is going to be an insane lineup here. So I'm very impressed by your team and your your scoring 137. I mean, it's just looking good. When when the Packers are looking good, you're looking good. They didn't win, but their offense still looked pretty good with Aaron Rodgers over 400 yards passing last week. So yeah, I like your team a lot. Um, it's very good. Sneak, I think. Yeah, I think we see you in the top three basically the rest of the year here. It's you got a great roster. I hope so. Uh, you know, what scoring one thirty-seven without Le'Veon Bell or Tyree Kill was uh, pretty cool for my team. Mm. But I, I, again, I'm missing Adams and Hill this week, which is going to hurt me. We'll see what Shady does. I don't know how consistent he's going to be, but for a flex, he's good enough for me. Um, yeah, and again, Le'Veon Bell isn't going to do as much until Sam Darnold comes back, and that's hopefully going to be next week too. So I think next week will be the week I finally put things together, and it's just in time because I'm playing Quinn, which I think will be kind of a tough matchup. But we'll see. Anyway, yep, I have Anthony at number one, and I think that's pretty easy at this point. Boo. His team is... <laughs> You're playing him this week, and his team is just stacked. He's projected 137, which is just insane. Like, Alvin Kamara has not really missed much of a beat. Leonard Fournette had, like, 225 rushing yards and no touchdowns last week. That's ridiculous. I didn't even know that. (laughs) God. 225 rushing yards. That's insane. Come on, it's Ryquel Armstead's turn. Get out of the way, Fournette. Ryquel's the best. <laughs> and then that's not even talking about Nick Chubb, who had like four touchdowns last week. Three, not four, right? Not that good. Oh, well, 
He had three rushing touchdowns, and he still had 165 yards rushing. Bad. Really bad. Really bad stat line. <laughs> bad week. And then James Conner looks like he might be back. He had 23.5 points last week. So Fluke. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say here, man. This guy has a great team. Like, he's by far the best team in the league right now. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. Your brother. Yeah, Anthony's number one. But I'm going to beat him this week, and everyone's going to be in shock. And it's going to be amazing. You're not going to beat him this week, Josh. <laughs> oh, my God. What? This team is. Oh, this team is so good. It's so annoying. And he's got, like, Stefan Diggs on his bench, who's still, despite the fact he doesn't even want to play for this team, still over 100 yards. Like, this Stefan Diggs legit is just hates Minnesota, hates this team, and he's he's still, like, so talented. He might be on the Patriots, which would be insane. Anthony, like, there's no point of Anthony even trading Stefan Diggs, even though he's not going to play him. Like, who is he going to upgrade on his team? Nobody. He can't upgrade anything. He has the best of everything. He doesn't need a single starter. Yeah, he literally has the best in every position. Like, there's nothing he can get. Maybe a better tight end, but Hooper's doing super well. Like, what the hell's going on? I don't know. There's nothing to say. He's he's just by far right now the best team in the league. But it doesn't mean you can't beat him. You you. I mean, you could. And just you just need an off week for him. We need some. Yeah, he, he, to beat him, you're going to need an off week. I think I play him. When do I play him? Week. I don't even know. Eight, maybe? You need like a Steelers yeah, buy. Eight. Like whenever the Steelers are on buy, that'll be a nice week to try to beat him. Um, because yeah. he's got he's got Juju and James Conner. Um, when, when Hunt comes back, that'll be nice because, well, I don't know how much... Because something's going to be taken away from Chubb at that point. Um, which Hopefully. that'll be week eight, so that's nice for you. Or is it yeah. eight? Does it, we'll does it, is it? Is he suspended eight weeks, so it'll be week nine, maybe. I don't know. So the week after I play Anthony, of course. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, yeah, it's going to be a tough. It, it's going to be tough for anybody to beat Anthony right now. Just... He's going to need, like, multiple things just to fall in the wrong direction for him to even have a shot to lose. Yeah. So I was talking to him two days ago on FaceTime, and he and we were talking about this fantasy about his team and how good it is, and he was like, dude, if I would have won last year, easy league reset. And I, been, I was just like, yeah, that's – I kind of want a league reset just because his team is so good. <laughs> I just want him to not have this I good know. of a team anymore. I do not want a league reset. Yeah, your team's pretty good, Mike. My team's also pretty good, but I don't feel like I could ever beat Anthony is the reason why. I still think you have a shot. I think you I think the top five could all have a shot at Anthony some some week or another. Anyway, uh, I, I'm getting a text from Chris Brent right here. I texted him and I said, You're not gonna believe where John has you in his power rankings. <laughs> and he replied, he said, What? All caps. If I'm not first, I'll cry. <laughs> But I need to know now. When is the podcast dropping? Pretty soon, Chris. Pretty soon. So, Chris, just so everyone knows, Chris will be crying tonight on October 4th, crying himself to sleep on a Friday night because he is not number one in the power rankings again. Uh, He's got to earn a spot. I mean, (laughs) he can't expect to be number one in the league with Anthony's team. 
So right, but <laughs> he's you put me ahead lowers of him. expectations a bit. He is he's the one team I really want to beat this year. It, it doesn't have to be this week because I doubt I will without Hill or Adams. But in the playoffs, I really want to play Chris. All right, well let's when my team's fully healthy. Let's, let's anyway. predict it. Let's predict this game. All right, all right. So the the big matchup of the week is me and Chris, and it's also you and Anthony. Those are the two biggest. Those are games our top four. Week. Our top four are playing each other this week. Yep. Um, um, I yeah. Go ahead. Say so what do you think is gonna happen? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is gonna be hard for you with with Adams out. Um, oh, but Chris Carson had a nice start. Brandon Cooks didn't necessarily. So I think you're yeah, still in this game in because Carson Carson had that one drive where he was just he scored the drive where he scored the touchdown where he was just running over the Rams and that really really helped you there towards the end of the game. Um, it did. Could be the first because Melvin's in this week. They're facing Denver, which is nice. So Eckler still could get points. New England against Washington. So Josh Gordon will be. Oh, David Johnson against Cincy. That's unfortunate for you. I know. He's, he's got a lot of really nice matchups. Meanwhile, I have, like, Aaron Rodgers at Dallas, oh, Le'Veon Bell at Philadelphia. You know, that defensive line is good. Mike Evans at New Orleans. Like, this is just not my week. This is not going to be my week. Yeah, I could easily see this being another week where Jameis Winston decides to be a dumbass again, and he doesn't understand how to play quarterback. At New Orleans, that's scary. Um. Yeah, this I think Chris wins by a bit here. Unfortunately, it's just he's got some very nice matchups. Some very ni- and Eckler in his flex is going to be fine, even though Gordon's back, just because they're facing Denver. So it's like, yeah, yeah, that, it's not going to be that too, too much of a down week for Chris. Yeah, I agree. Chris wins. It's not close. I think I'll lose by twenty. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Max versus Charlie. And we're getting a little bit of a leg up here. We're kind of cheating a bit, I guess, because we've seen what Russell Wilson did on Thursday Night Football. But I'm still going to go with Charlie. I think he comes back and wins this game. Yeah. Um, I mean, every week, every week I feel like Charlie's like, <laughs> has an uphill battle, um, it feels like. But every week he surprises me when his team just starts doing work. Um... We'll see. I mean, Max is projected. Max is projected to win here by 11. He doesn't even have Melvin Gordon in his lineup yet. He still has Randall Cobb there, um, so that'll bump it up about another seven. It should. Tevin Coleman might play, so he might consider putting Tevin Coleman in too. Um, probably not though. Uh, let's yeah. see. I think uh, I'm gonna go with Max this week. I'm gonna give Max the victory just because of okay. this hot start. And Melvin Gordon going right. back. I'd like to see that. I, I mean, I want as many teams around 500 as possible Same. right now because uh, I think that just makes the league more fun. Okay, uh, probably our worst matchup of the week. Uh, teams with a combined record of one in seven. Tom versus Quinn. Uh, do you think Tom's going to get his first win, John? It feels like it's. Tom still has enough talent on his roster that it feels like it's got to happen, right? But is this the week? Tom's going to... Tom absolutely needs it to be this week. 0-4, that's just so hard. Obviously, six teams make the playoffs, so 
He still has a chance here, and the nice start by Cooper Cup. That sucks. Let's see. Michael Thomas versus Tampa Bay is very nice, though. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tom here because I think Wayne Goldman has a much, much worse week. Towards the end of that game, Wayne Goldman was starting to fumble, starting to look like the, the atrocious thing we thought he was gonna be. Um, yeah. so I think that, that going against Minnesota, I think that starts to happen again. Um, I, I think Tom does pull out his first win here. I agree. I'm going to go with Tom. Like you said, Wayne Gallman's playing Minnesota. Quinn, like, Wayne Gallman is not that good. Like, he got a couple touchdowns last week. That's why he was scoring big points. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. Minnesota's out for revenge. I like Tom's matchups better. And Tom, one of these days, Tom's got to get a break. Let's see. I can get, I'm going to guess it's this week. Yeah, I mean... Go the top. Bengals still win every once in a while, uh, even though they suck. So maybe it'll be this week. That's true. Could be this week. The Bengals. <laughs> Great team Absolutely. game. All right. Uh, let's go with Alex versus Dante before we match up the George brothers. Uh, let's see. Dante got off to a nice start with two Todd Gurley touchdowns. Um and Alex, uh, going to be disappointed. Robert Woods almost caught that one touchdown. Unfortunately, no. Robert Woods only seven points. Um, let's see. Philadelphia's facing the Jets in Philly. Um, so he's starting Jordan Howard after that insane Jordan Howard, Howard week. Are you worried about Jordan Howard's that. consistency at all? Do you think Jordan Howard is here now, or do you think that was just a little bit? Because he, he's con consistently ramped it up. He got 10 in week three against Detroit, and now 32 against Green Bay. Does he just continue to do to be it. there for the touchdowns? I, uh, I'm not worried about it. I think Jordan Howard will fizzle back out, and eventually Miles Sanders will become the guy. That, that's, lo that's, that's the most logical thing you'd, you'd think, Michael, but... It is Doug Peterson who doesn't care about logic. He just cares about doing random shit to confuse people. Uh, Doug Peterson is the guy who thinks more about how am I going to confuse the other team and the, his own players are like, dude, you're on the one-yard line. Let's just, you know, do a quarterback sneak or something. He's like, but they're expecting that. And his guys are like, that's because it works. Just do it. He's like, Jordan Howard hasn't played all like, game. Let's just throw him in there. They're going to be so confused. And we're going to run it to him. And they're like, Coach, it's fourth and seven. And then Jordan Howard breaks for an 80-yard touchdown. And he, he knew it. And he's like, I told you guys. <laughs> told you, Jordan Howard's too good. I'd just save him. Just save him for, for these random, very good fantasy plays. Yeah, Doug Peterson's a weird guy who has a Super Bowl. Yeah. So who am I to say that he's not a good football coach? Anyway, <laughs> Alex. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Alex loses again, which sucks. But, yeah, Alex's team is not yes. good. Adante wins again, which is going to make me so mad that Adante is going to be 3-2. These, the two, these two teams are very similar in that their flexes are god-awful. Um, but, yeah. uh, I mean, Deontay Johnson's not been god-awful recently. But um, the biggest difference is Adante actually has a good tight end and Alex has Jack Doyle so I think that's a big I think that's going to be the difference maker here Dante wins again and goes above 500 with this team that even he thinks is awful it's just insane I don't know how but I mean eventually he's going to run into a tough schedule and he's going to fall off a bit but he's probably going to make the playoffs 
He's going to have the same record as me after this week. Like, that makes me so mad. And me. And you. Well, he, has, actually, he already has uh, the same record as me. <laughs> I'm just saying, he might have a better record what, than you. You think I'll week. lose? What? That's my prediction. <laughs> I think Anthony's going to beat you. I'm sorry. Come on. Uh, I think you're going to make it close because I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to have a big week. But. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Anthony. I can't pick against him. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm, I, I'm not going to pick against him either. That would be stupid. I'm not I'm not a dumb analyst here. I'm not here to to make you guys excited because I'm picking stupid picks here. I, I'm going to pick something good, and that's Anthony. Yinzers uh, with an easy win, obviously. <laughs> uh, but that would be insane if this was another week where we both score like 170, though. I would be very upset. If, if that happened to me again, especially this time. Last year, I was excited because it was at a point where my team was, like, kind of bad, and that was the first week where my team was like, no, we're actually good. So I was excited about it last year, but this if it happened this time, I'd be like, no, I already know you guys are good. I, I wanted you to win. I want to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get that. Nope, you're at the, we're all at the point now where it's like, we know our teams are good. Let's. We got to get exactly. wins. We want buys in the playoffs. Like that's what you, me, Charlie, and Chris will all be competing for. Is that first buy in the playoffs? Ant- so we'll see. It's a race. Anthony to the already line. clinched it, according to my calculations. <laughs> He's, Anthony's pretty much clinched it. Absolutely. It's kind of over. Um, yeah. So that's that's this week. I think. We're going to have a fun week. We're going to have some interesting matchups. We're going to see what happens. But Chris Chris is crying. <laughs> and, again, I'm happy about that. I, I hope somehow I can pull this off and tie Chris's record. But we'll you see. You can do it, dude. You can do it. I still think it's going to be close. That Chris Carson finish was, was, was a godsend for you. That's huge. It was very important. Luckily for me, my next two weeks are going to be Alex and Quinn. So even if I lose this week, I feel like I'll, I'll bounce back. Well, a you should be bit. scared of Quinn as someone who lost to him. And Adante. My two losses <laughs> are Quinn and Adante. Very fun. Incredible. <laughs> um, all right. That's, that's what I've got today. Anything else you want to talk about besides Chris crying? If you want to talk about that more, we can. But if there's anything else you want to talk about before we uh, call it a I hope podcast. his tears are salty and get him dehydrated. <laughs> because he's Chris is going to be so because he's drinking his tears and they dehydrate him. That's what I hope, Chris. So, <laughs> wow, that's harsh. Even I didn't hope yeah. for that, but now I because I want McCaffrey, it. Chris McCaffrey for Odell and Ertz. Give them to me. Ooh, ooh, he's not. <laughs> no do way that. he does that. Tom and I agree that Chris might be the stingiest trader in the entire. Yeah, league. he might be. I mean, I don't. He texted me about this too. I don't blame him when his team is that that good, but when he does deny, when he declines that trade, I'm very upset. That's the first one that I've just been like very upset about when I was thinking about it. But that's because I made a trade that that was no that was way more brutal for me to get DeAndre Hopkins. So yeah, my whole point. I just kind of told him like I feel like you either want to rip everybody off or you don't want to trade at all. And he defended himself. He gave me some pretty good arguments as to why he does it the way he does. So 
it makes sense. I mean, he's good. He's 4-0. Who can argue with that? But at the same time, I want trades. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Fun. fun. Anyway. Let's have some more fun. <laughs>